To another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. This is episode eight. We're eight. Episode eight. Woo-hoo. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. So um, we have in the house Dr. Rejuvenation. So she's going to help us talk about some lady parts, but let's just uh, introduce everybody else. We have Amber back hey in the guys. house and Chandler. Hi. Chandler, Chandler is back. It's been a while since Chandler's been with us as well. And I remember the last time you we were here, we were talking about scrotox. We were. And uh, any changes to your men at home? Nope. No? Nope. Everything's right. the nope. same? Everything's the same. Uh, Everything's working. Does he need scrotox? I don't think he needs scrotox. All I right. Like, good I job, like Cody. His, natu- his natural form's good Wait, for me. No names here. Oh, I'm no sorry. Yeah, well, okay. Just as a refresher, what's scrotox again? <laughs> for those of us who don't know. So, Botox into the scrotum, uh, scrotum hence scrotox. Penis. Not so in the penis, dear God. Scrotum, oh my gosh. Not the penis, sorry. Let me inject your penis. He jumped out of his seat. The scrotox is, uh, scrotox is scary enough, but into the penis, sorry. that's like yeah. peentox. Okay, so you, it just makes it smoother. Smoother, Is this right. really a thing? Who's signing up for that? You know, there are people out there, and we talked about this last yeah. time. I think it's more of like the porn industry when that oh. area is really Makes sense. on film. Plus, they're probably shaving, right? I they're shaving. So I think most people shave nowadays. We're not yeah. in the 70s anymore. So, no 70s bush anymore no, because you could probably cute. get away with having a really. Did I you guess Google wrinkly? it? Is there before and after photos? You I need to get, I you guys, I, I Google. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> you know me, I, I like Google everything. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Oh. That so no. that was no fun. I Did didn't you take see the safeguard off of Google. I was on my uh, laptop, my Mac laptop. Okay. You gotta, you gotta take off the safe search. Okay, I'm gonna check it again when I get home tonight. Oh my yeah. goodness! But I did check and I didn't see anything. So I was like, "Is this real?" Yeah. I can see uh, how it would be a thing, though. Yeah, to have a smooth. Uh, maybe I don't know that you'd be signing up anytime soon, but like I can yeah. see yeah. how Generation. certain people in the industry might, right? Sure. I, I don't think right. for the average Joe out there, but for. Uh, for the industry, porn industry mm-hmm. is the only thing I'm thinking of because they're going to be on camera and they're going to have their cock and balls <laughs> in there. <laughs> in so their <laughs> balls, they're zoomed frank, in. They're right. Franken beans. They want oh their beans. God. Let's talk about be. lady parts, people. <laughs> Let's talk about lady parts. Let's so. talk about lady parts and if people show bushes or not. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yes, we want to talk about lady parts and specifically kind of the, you know, surgeries that women get on their lady parts, i.e., vagina labias and how that you know corresponds with uh, why they're doing it Um, you know what is it like after sex before sex and then um, you know the men who are you know obviously the significant others or boyfriends or just starting to date what this means for them so I'm glad Dr. Rejuvenation's here in the house to give us a little bit of that. But I have oh, a question. The expert. Yeah. <laughs> and this can actually go to, because Chandler also works closely with Dr. Yes. Rejuvenation and sees those patients. So let me ask, let me first ask Chandler, why are women wanting a vaginoplasty? When they come to you and they're telling you, mm-hmm. why are they wanting this type of surgery? Typically when I ask them, their main concern is, uh, muscle looseness with intercourse. Mm-hmm. They don't feel the same they did maybe pre-kids versus now. Right. Um, they're not as aroused. They're not orgasming as much as they used to. Um, but mainly just everything's just a little bit wider and loosened up over time and after having kiddos. So are you getting any men who kind of voice their 
displeasure. I mean, with I would it? say there's like a lot of husbands that come in, but for like when I ask them, that's what I was saying. Like before, before we started, I feel like it's fifty fifty. But Dr. Wynn gets a lot more insight than I do. Like, they'll say Well, that's, that's kind of high. I mean, yeah, you made it sound yeah. like it was just the women who aren't getting it's aroused. But women, if the but other I'll, 50%. They'll say, like, some of their husbands don't. It doesn't feel like it did pre-kids. Right. So 50% of women say it's an issue. And then 50% of it's because their husband is I mean, saying something. Yeah, and that's why I, mean, they're I don't here. know if I'd give it a number. But that's that's what I would say. But what do you think, Dr. Dr. Wynn has probably talked I to them more than probably, I do. Yeah. So we really kind of dig deep right so usually i'll ask well what brought you in and women will be say you know my husband doesn't think anything's wrong but i just don't feel anything during sex it's so loose it feels like this wide cave can i can i insert a joke here Mm. oh my god it's like i I learned this it's like waving a corn dog in the astrodome I thought you were going to say hot dog down a hallway. It's like waving a corn what? dog. And you never heard that one. Really? Yeah, you know me, yeah. though. Did you make that one up or you can't? No, no that, that's an old joke. So. Do you think they're just saying that because they're embarrassed? See, I feel like they say that for labia. That's what I was saying to Dr. Nahara earlier. I feel like they say that for labiaplasties. Like their husband's like, yeah. you're crazy. There's nothing wrong. I can because see that. Especially if you've been with one type of vagina, you don't know the difference. So they're like, my husband thinks I'm crazy. There's nothing wrong, but it bothers me. Well, let's define a labiaplasty and vaginoplasty for people that don't know what we're talking about and the difference. So labiaplasty is those inner lips of the labia. Some of us are born with like excess skin, like where it hangs out kind of like elephant ears. I didn't say that. A lot of my patients say that. Um, So it sticks out. It's bulky. You can feel it kind of hang out like a camel toe when they're working out and wearing swimsuits. And so we can do labiaplasty and remove all that extra skin, make it much more sleek and um, tucked in and tidy. So that's a labiaplasty. Vaginalplasty, we can surgically tighten up the vaginal canal. So women after aging and childbirth, they feel like the vagina is loosened on the inside as well as at the opening. Sex isn't as enjoyable as it used to be before they had kids for both the woman and her spouse. So we can surgically tighten things up. I kind of describe it like a mini tummy tuck. We're going to pull those muscles in nice and tight and remove that extra skin. And it makes a huge difference for women and their significant others in terms of spicing up their sex life again. So... So it's not the male who's driving it, because uh, I always thought it would be the guy be like, yeah. And Chandler, you said that they wouldn't know if they've only been with one cereal box. No, I know. No, I would just assume because I have they a lot of jokes, but like I said, oh maybe. For oh my! <laughs> please stop. <laughs> but he knows at home. But no, the, no. But no. The the he's <laughs> embarrassed <laughs> at this topic, so yeah. he's making jokes. He's like, I can't like, say those. He's like, I can't be in this humor. room. Right. Oh Half the time, there's a five-year-old and an eight-year-old in the Could room, you so imagine? I can't say oh those sorts yeah, of things. But what I'm saying is, the guy's gonna know because he knows what his wife felt like before children. And then, so I mean for like labiaplasties, because I feel like the women that are having the excess skin, they're that's what they're bothersome, or they have the longer skin that's protruding out, like Dr. Wynn said, like elephant ears. That's where I feel like at least when I talk to them in the very beginning of their consult, they'll say, my husband thinks I'm crazy. Like he doesn't think anything's wrong. So I think if you've been with one, I mean, I don't know what guys do in their extra time. You know, who knows? But I feel like men might, if that's the only vagina they've been with or they, you know, that might seem normal to them. And I mean, vaginas are vaginas. They're normal no matter what their size. Yeah. 
I'm just wondering like. if a if a man would really tell a big difference between his wife, right? No one else before children and after children. And if he did, is he the one driving this consult? Like, hey, we got to go in. We got to figure this out because I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. And then obviously from what you guys are saying, the women are also saying, I don't feel anything. I'm not getting aroused. I'm not orgasmic. Um, so I guess from, from both of you guys, it's around, what, 50% men, 50% I think it's the female. I think it's more driven by the female than it is the male. But let's keep in mind the male's probably not going to say anything out of respect Mm -hmm. for the the woman's feelings, even if it did feel loose. But I will say, after I've done surgery, it is like night and day. There's always a significant other that's like, "It's awesome. I'm so glad she did this. It's amazing." So that's what I'm saying. I told I was saying earlier. I was like. The d- I looked co- when I started working here. I was like, "Look, Cody dead in the eye." I was like, <laughs> "You will tell me. Mm. You will." And I mean, he wouldn't tell me if I was like he fat. Would. Like, there's no mm. freaking way. But I'm like, "Please, please <laughs> tell me." <laughs> please, <laughs> I hate you never, That's like heartbreaking. You know what I mean? That would be like. I would want to know. What if Sean's like, oh, Amber. Well, he's, <laughs> Sean's can, not afraid to say anything. But you can once. do something oh, yeah. about it. Yeah, right? I would so want him to tell me. Yeah. Right. I would. And it's a quick, easy procedure, so just mm-hmm. do it that way. Yeah, make everyone happy, saving a lot. Yeah, of marriages. I can see where guys would be afraid to say something for fear of, you know, really breaking the heart of their significant I mean, it's other. It's a double standard. It's yeah. like, what, could you imagine if, like, you were like Sean? Yeah. Would oh, you tell the me? Your penis is a little small <laughs> yeah. these days. I we got to get him bigger. Like, I mean, that's. I think poor uh, guy if would kill him. It would be okay, yeah. Doctor Dallas. Do we yeah. have issues? No, I mean, I don't think I would. Uh, you I mean, can tell me. Cause yeah, I can, if I can that were myself. an issue, do I feel comfortable <laughs> enough saying it? Yeah, I mean, with a little trepidation, I think I'd be nervous too. But I think yeah. at certain some point, you would have to say yeah. something. Totally. But I totally agree that you know a guy would I feel yeah. a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, yeah. and especially if the woman um, is really sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so women might be like, you know what? Great. You know, I, I know where the doctor will go. I've heard of it. Uh, but I can imagine some women just really maybe flipping out and being like, I can't believe you said that. And, you know, there's a people, some people that come to mind that I know that the male would never say anything, even though he's thinking about it. So right. there are guys out there like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there are a lot of guys. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. I wonder if that ever leads a man to go seek it elsewhere. Totally. Yeah. You know? oh, well, sure. if you don't feel comfortable enough to say something, yeah. I think that's kind marriage, of a problem. Yeah. Think. So that's kind of weird too, right? Maybe totally. the guy is so respectful or so scared that he might hurt her feelings. I think it's more scared. But then he would go and do something on the side. Yeah. It's kind of weird, right? Totally. But uh, I guess things like that, may have you heard of that stuff happen? Any stories mm. like that? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Why are you looking funny, But then there's funny, a lot of Chandler? women who oh, come, no, like, no. who unfortunately are going through a divorce. Yeah, and then they're like, you know what? I'm going through a divorce. I'm going to do this for me. Um, just make sure that sex is on the forefront in the future. I'm going to make it a priority. And I think right. that's great. You know, I think it's, I think it's also nice. I know there's that. also a lot of spouses that will come in with their wives for that consultation visit, which I always applaud. I think it's super cool. Yes. That you guys are putting yes. this as a priority. You're doing it for you guys. It's a two for one surgery. You'll both get something out of it. Awesome. What about yeah. the G shot? Super great. So as do well. most people come in cause they want it or cause their husband? I would feel like that would be the woman for versus sure, like yeah. the man, oh, yeah, right? For sure. For sure. The orgasm benefits the woman. I mean, yeah, yeah I get, you know. So what's the G shot? Let's tell the, the, the man listeners. the satisfaction of give maybe helping the guy mm. out, but it doesn't do anything for him. So oh, true, her. true, dumb. Oh, right. Yeah. So 
G-shot rejuvenation <laughs> shot. Basically, we can um, women achieve orgasm through two different sites: clitoral stimulation or G-spot or both. Most women achieve stimulation through clitoral stimulation and not through the g-spot but there are fillers we can inject prp to the area and basically what it does is it increases blood flow makes that area much more sensitive makes it easier for stimulation arousal orgasm i had a couple come in who did a vaginal pasty labiaplasty rejuvenation shot with me and i looked at the spouse and mind you the spouse was not on board for the vaginal pasty or the rejuvenation shot and i was like how are things and he started laughing he was like this was so amazing. I never thought I've drunk in the water. I now understand why you do oh what you do. Oh my goodness. And love then it. he was joking around. He was like, my wife calls her orgasm the mega orgasm. Now what? Because the rejuvenation shot has totally changed her life. It lasts a year. You're taking your own blood. You're not injecting any kind of foreign bodies. It's stimulating your own stem cells. So, I mean, I, I'm game a huge changer. fan. Yeah. Game changer. For real. Well, Way you cool. know, I, I have a question about the vaginal plasty. How do you know how tight to make yeah, it? Yeah, I was because what if that. you know what if someone <laughs> what okay. if uh, a guy's you know bigger or smaller? Does that affect how tight you do it, or you just kind of a standard just oh, make it tight? Yeah, one size does not fit all. Obviously, <laughs> okay. some guys are longer, more slender. There's less girth width there. So I always I always ask the patient, Hey, is your Spouse or significant other, larger than average, smaller than average. So we kind of gauge there is a certain standard size that I tight to, but then I need to make adjustments accordingly. Okay, so. what's your standard? Okay, see, because are you really going to be honest? Like, I'd be mortified. be like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. If you're going to spend that much money, you're going to for real time. Are they honest? Size. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or they'll measure or they'll be like. No. no. They mm. measure the guy? No. Okay. Be specific. I think there's been a few that have, I think there's been a couple that have had their husbands there and they've had to, like, you've had to mm. call them in, like, private. Yeah, because they have won't say anything. Oh, right. Say yeah, there's a bit of yeah. a few. I can understand that yeah. though. Wait, so you're having the woman privately just discuss the matters with you, and the husband stays outside? Well, yeah, because if yeah. you're you're right. have the okay. wife and the husband in the room, and then she's asking, yeah. "How's your husband?" She's not gonna be like, "He's small." Right. 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 Okay. So I just wanted to make vagina. that clear. <laughs> so I know feelings. If I yeah. ever go, it, you know, if they ask me to step out, you know why? There is nothing wrong with short and crooked. Okay. Just like a just joking. Yes. There is something <laughs> wrong with short and crooked. So, um, so yeah. So then, w- how do you tailor it? You put more stitches. Do you yeah. So we tighten up the muscles more. Just you know, like how you would customize a tummy tuck, right? Although I'm sure you tighten as much as you, you can. can. Yeah. You don't really. Yeah. You tighten as much as you can, so you Calmly. get a good result. Right. Um, not too much tension. Not too loose. So it's different. Yeah. You know? So there is a point where I can tighten up too much and it's bad because now we've got pain with initial insertion, mm-hmm. right? So if it's too tight, you can't get in the doorway, then I haven't done you any, you know, then I've done you a disservice, right? right. So we certainly want things to be tight and snug, but not too loose and not too tight. So would you ever have to measure the yeah. guy? Like, would you have the wife say, See, okay. Yeah, I would. I like how Chandler looks. Right? She just I know. looks at the I corner totally of her eye like, like this. She's uh, like, I've do done I that answer? and Cody is like 10 and a half centimeters oh, wide. No names, please. Mm, yes. Just joking. <laughs> if I was spending Penny. that much money, I'd be like, drop your pants and let's measure right. you. Get out the ruler. Right? Mm. Poor guy. And some patients do. And it's like going to get your tux, you know? We're going to have to get the shoulder <laughs> length, the waist. <laughs> oh it's like we're going to have to get the, the circumference, circumference <laughs> uh, the length. <laughs> and, and that's, that's uh, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad Why? for the gentleman who is, you know, you have to tighten like really tight because that particular guy is 
kind of small. Which is also right? why I'll ask is I will always ask, is this a long term partner or yes. is this just like totally. you know, a fling? Totally. Because this is, you know, semi permanent here. So, you know, let's be sure that we're going to be with this partner long term before like I, you know, adjust accordingly. Yes. Temporary. Okay. Men. So, what happens if you have the surgery and then you get pregnant and like you have a baby? It stretches all out again, though, right? So, I will ask you, are you done having kiddos? Because yeah. you're going to totally, just totally like like ruin it. dismantle right. my surgery yeah. by like delivering a bowling ball outside <laughs> your vagina. But we've had patients. Out. get pregnant after a tummy tuck yeah it, yeah. it happens, it happens. Yeah. I- ideally you know we ask them are you currently trying to get pregnant or you see yourself getting pregnant in the next like two or three years if the answer is no then i'm okay mm-hmm. and it's okay to get pregnant after For a tummy sure. tuck i wouldn't say you can't however you don't want to knowingly that you're going to get yeah. pregnant go get something tightened and yeah. then it loosens so and we've never had that issue actually mm-hmm. really yeah yeah, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want. I just wouldn't want to go through all that mm-hmm. and then have a baby. Well, what like about Tommy Tuck? Same, same thing, both ways. Yeah, I would sure. Yeah, throw all that money in the recovery. Not worth done. That. Interesting. So uh, a labioplasty. Let's go back to that now. Now that's a little bit different because um, you know what do you think the driving reason for a woman to get a labioplasty? It's uncomfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. 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 I wear tight clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. Just like Sports a breast activities. reduction. Totally. Yeah. So you can do a labia reduction. Yeah. So when I think about it, I'm thinking, okay, are these women because porn and that sort of stuff is out there. They're seeing this Mm. ideal, just like a a woman on Instagram. They see this butt, right? This butt that people want. They're seeing vaginas look a certain way. They want a designer look. Yes. And so now that we're, I guess, everyone's shaving, it's not the 70s. uh, (laughs) It becomes a lot more obvious. But even I would say 10 years ago, labiaplasties weren't that know popular all of a sudden they are why do you think it's gained such popularity thankfully media attention yeah. right yeah. Media don't even know you can get it done mm-hmm. and yeah. so i see a lot of women like in their fi- believe it or not like in their 50s or 60s it's bothered me in my entire life ever since i was in the changing for p and junior high and girls are looking around and i'm like why am i so different down there and i never realized i could do something about mm-hmm. it but nowadays now i realize gosh i should have done something about this a long time ago mm-hmm. and it's nice and kind of freeing that as girls can kind of talk about these you know more intimate areas um and not be ashamed or embarrassed to talk about it so um so yeah definitely we've seen labiaplasties take a surge um, in terms of how common I do labiaplasties, or it's much more common in every day now than in years past. But it makes such a huge difference to not feel like you know these curtains kind of hanging yes. down there. It's just in terms she of like said comfort. It. I didn't. <laughs> I know. Did not we say hear that. those terms all the time, and so I'm not you know total normal anatomy, but mm-hmm. I understand like some of us just have some extra down yep. there, and it's nice that we can do something about it. So is that something um, because, you know, you're saying women feel uncomfortable. So that's obviously the woman coming in. Any situations, I'll ask Chandler, that the man is coming in asking for their significant other to have this done because they don't like the way it looks? No. No. Yeah, I wouldn't not for a labiaplasty. I wouldn't think so. Men are happy to be down there. Yeah. They're the ones that are like like the ones that are like don't think it's an issue. Totally. I wouldn't think they would even know the difference. Not for labiaplasties. Unless they're watching a lot of porn or something. True. True. So a guy's never come in and been like, take care of this, (laughs) please. We're having issues or I don't like the way it looks and Nor is it the woman who's coming in who's like, I wanna look like that Playboy model either. Yeah. It's true. not like they're trying to achieve this yeah. like porn look. It really truly is because of like functional function and feel. Yeah, yeah. it's not like a breast dog. See, and I, I think this is a really interesting topic because 
you at Dr. Rejuvenation is an OBGYN, right? With a yes. fellowship training in urogynecology. Your board, the people who give out your certification for OBGYN, their stance on cosmetic surgery is that there is no stance. They don't believe it should be done. Correct. What's your thoughts so on that? Yeah, I think that's a little bit um, unfortunate, Yeah. but you have a whole group of very educated people who are handing out these certificates that, yes, you can be an OBGYN, your certification, but yet they take a totally different stance than, say, let's say, plastic surgeons or some other specialties out there. What's your thought on that? It's so sad. It's so old school. It's so backwards. I mean, you know, in modern day and time, like, why not? I mean, mm-hmm. and who's more trained to operate in the vaginal area totally than an yes. OBGYN? And yes. yet... Unfortunately, our, you know, group of as a society have poo pooed on it and shame on you for even thinking about doing cosmetic vaginal surgery. And so now we have all these plastic surgeons, which, to be honest with you, I mean, how much vaginal training did you get during your training? Um, Some more than others. But I think the bulk of plastic surgeons, to be honest, aren't. Um, as well trained as like I would be in the vaginal area to know the intricacies of like how delicate that area Mm. is, the nerves, the blood supply. You don't want to botch up someone's vagina, um, nor do you want to affect someone's clitoral stimulation and and ability to orgasm. And so for those of us who do cosmetic vaginal surgery, I feel like we do it and we do it well and we're, you know, we know what our limits are. And I think it's a shame as a society that it's still frowned upon. Preach. Yeah, I I think it's very unfortunate that uh, your society has taken such a stand against it because, you know, I'm a plastic surgeon, board certified. And thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, but yet, you know, I go to my conferences. There's always someone teaching, you know, how to do this, different techniques. Um, And so you can get really good training nowadays. Even if you didn't get training in your residency, you can go out there and find ways to learn how to do this and do it very well. And then, and you know who's training you guys? OBGYNs, yes. <laughs> Those of us who do it. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's unfortunate because you guys have to do it um, kind of almost hidden on from, the you know, on the yeah. down low from, you know, the board of OBGYN. So I think it's really unfortunate because I agree. You're down there. You're most comfortable. And for most plastic surgeons like myself, we're dealing with tummy tucks. We're dealing right. with breasts, mm-hmm. ma- you know, facelifts, all those sorts of stuff, the butt. But, you know, that area, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's training's different. And I probably saw, you know how many labioplasties I saw in Zero. my training? Zero. Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. Wow. So every, if uncommon. I were to, to do it, I would literally have to go and go to a course and course, learn. Yeah. You know, do I feel like, could I learn how to do it? Sure. It would take a little bit of time. But I didn't spend my six, seven years yeah. in training yeah. doing any of that. So... Yeah, I think it's unfortunate, but I think it's also more of a philosophical, right. cultural uh, sort of thing because um, you're right. You know, I think the OBGYN, the powers that be that sit in the ivory towers, um, you know, are really against it. And for whatever reason, they find it morally objectionable. They feel like, uh, you know what, that's the way God made you and you shouldn't mess around. But you know what? Who God, are you to say? God right. put that big bump on your nose and people mm-hmm. want to do <laughs> rhinoplasties. God gave you, you, you know, really large breasts, but yeah, it hurts your back. And yeah. maybe you seek someone out for a breast reduction. But for some reason, those private parts just carry a different stigma. And I think it's really, you know, unfortunate. And I'm glad there are people like you out there who can do it and do it well. And uh, I think it's going to change, though. I think, I think so, too. As yeah, the generations, these older guys and women, right? There are women who yeah. are OBGYNs who are older who also do uh, believe. Strongly disagree yeah. with that. So it's yeah. not just the male. It's women out there, too. 
And uh, I think it, it is very progressive and, and good to have people like you to educate women to say it's okay that it looks like that, but it's okay to also seek some change because you're not comfortable, you know, yeah. the way it looks. So, yeah. Well, the American Society of Plastic Surgery, I, I want to say it was last year, labioplasty mm-hmm. was like the top three procedures, wasn't it? No, I don't think it was the top three, but it was one of the like fastest growing Growing, that's procedures. what it was, that's what so, it was. You know, just like the BBL, you know, it's one of the fastest growing procedures. Mm-hmm. More and more people are doing it. The number one procedure, surgical, is still, I think, uh, liposuction is number one, breast augmentation is number two, then it goes tummy tuck, and then down there. But um, something like a um, labioplasty is growing significantly, so just like sense. a like a BBL, you know? So That's why everyone's doing it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But me as a woman, I would be scared to go to a plastic surgeon's like, didn't have any training like yeah that's a scary area yeah. you don't area. know that but you yeah. don't know that yeah. right? Yeah. they're not going to tell me how many they did in their training True. so they might have just done a weekend course which you know who knows yeah so it's um yeah it's really it's kind of a crazy thing i just don't understand but you know um it, it's just something that these older people i won't say men or women who feel strongly about but i do think a lot of it's cultural too because um you probably meet a lot of women who the man comes in and goes, I don't know why you're doing this, blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of pushback, not only from, you know, the society, but maybe they're sick of it others, um, you know, husband, boyfriend, whatever. Sure, yeah. So you see a lot now in the day of women empowerment, do you do yourself well? You can change all those things and beautify yourself on the inside and on the outside. Yeah, I think... Um, I think that's well great. Said. What do you What well do you said. think, Chandler? Chandler's also seen <laughs> these I'm patients. I'm all about woman empowerment, man. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> <No. That's> like <laughs> whatever makes you feel good about yourself, yeah. do right. it. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong judge. with it. No. I, I think uh, you know, and I don't want to get too political or religious, but I, I think there's also some some real religious implications here too. Yes. Um, you know, you do um hymenoplasties too mm-hmm. maybe you can explain mm. yes explain that one <laughs> so hymenoplasty so women will seek me to do hymenoplasty more so for religious reasons so oftentimes like in a muslim religion um the significant other expects that you um that you're a virgin and so the hymen when it's been penetrated regardless of whether the reason why so it's not necessarily you had sex and the hymen's been penetrated it could have been you inserted a tampon but That's frowned upon. Mm -hmm. I cannot marry you if that hymen's been penetrated for any reason. And so they'll seek me out. I'll do a hymenoplasty. We'll put that hymenal tissue. The hymenal tissue is basically that tissue that covers the vaginal opening. Um, And so we'll put that back together, basically, quote unquote, to re-virginize a woman. Do I agree with that philosophy? No. Um, Unfortunately, it's a cultural issue. um, And we're, you know, we're still kind of behind the times with that. But, you know, when I understand why women do it. And if you've found you've found your person and, you know, fell madly in love with him, you'll do anything. So, yeah, I don't think we ever had one that wasn't. For religious purposes. Oh, really? No. So. No, no. Okay, so after you have it, it just makes you bleed again? So is the idea is? is when they have sex for the first time, they will bleed. And that's how the man knows that you're truly a virgin, right? Wow. Can I guarantee that you're going to bleed? No. Um, but have I ever been called and said that they didn't bleed? No. So I'm, I'm wondering why, why doesn't the woman just lie, right? Just oh, say, you don't but start what a marriage off by lying. Well, what are you doing with a hymenoplasty? Line. Yeah, <laughs> so but what if you don't bleed yeah. and then you've you know gotten there and then? But you just, uh, I thought you said that not everybody will bleed the first time they have penetration. Well, I can't guarantee can that. Guarantee. I can't guarantee that. But that's the whole point of doing the surgery is they want to you know 
increase the chances that they are definitely going to bleed so that their significant other will never know that they had sex or that their hymen was penetrated for any reason. So either way, you're, you're trying to tell that significant other that you are a virgin. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate that a woman would feel so pressured to do that. Yeah. Um, it's but a very common procedure, so though. what do you do? Yeah. 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 Like, what would you do? So yeah. it, it's kind of like you're in a stuck place where it's like, if I don't do this and he discovers, then he'll, you know, divorce me. Right. Or I might as well spend all this money and do it. And then hopefully he will never find out and it'll be my deep, dark secret. Interesting. Okay. And then uh, I'm sure a lot of people have this question. What is downtime like this for all these surgeries? It's not bad, right? Yeah, it's not bad. like a tummy tuck. Yeah. No. Well, I guess uh, when can you have sex after a vaginal plasty? How long do you have to wait? Six weeks. Won't Six weeks. Yeah, so that's like after having a baby. It's that's not like that a long. tummy yeah. tuck. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Not true. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can have sex though <laughs> when well, you have a tummy tuck, right? Some of us cheat, but <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't cheat for this. <laughs> Uh, so six weeks is what so you tell people. So six weeks, people. why? Because I want the sutures to dissolve, right? So yeah. it can take up to six weeks for those sutures to dissolve. So that's why we say six weeks. For a labiaplasty, um, same, although a lot of times the sutures may dissolve like at that four to six week, between that four to six week mark. So okay. depends on what the exam looks like. But So not too bad. No. And time off of work, um, like a week for a, a vaginalplasty and then three to four days for a labialplasty. Quick and easy. Not a lot of pain involved. Patients do great. It's way right. better than a tummy tuck. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I tell people the same thing that they can um, <laughs> start. Tummy <laughs> tuck is way worse than yeah. that. Well, Let's try one on you and experience. see how you feel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we tell people with tummy tuck two weeks off and then six weeks they can go back to work. But, you know, six weeks before they can have sex, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Might be a little long for some people, but I think <laughs> it's certainly um, you got to wait because you don't want those stitches to no. pop or bleeding to occur because you're doing it too early. Have you ever had anybody have sex oh too early? Oh, gosh. Chandler, go ahead. Well, we've had people mm. definitely ask. We had one, then, remember? So many had to we try. Did, we did have a couple, and it was painful. Oh, that's oh, actually what, scary. What are you well, even easing into it after six weeks, you recommend easing. Like, even in activities, you ease into things. And I think some of them just don't. It's Listen. like when people have BBLs, they go crazy yeah. after. I'm like, calm down. I think sex yeah. and cause like surgery, surgery should be a whole general. other topic. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. for you, my friend. You have some good input <laughs> on I your don't recovery follow the rules. after that surgery. Was well, you know, I but yeah, we've hearing, had a few. I, I yeah. So what happens? It opens up my wound. Yeah, it opens it up. A long time ago. There was one that just didn't behave herself and... I don't know if that was her, if it was her significant other, but, you know, the incision, like, busted open again. And oh, have to go no. back. Not worth it, I feel it, like people. they want sex more because they can't. Cause yeah, because you can't have it. Yes. Totally. It's like, before, were you really mm-hmm. wanting it that bad? I feel like now that you yes. can't have it, you want it even more totally. and you want to try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's, a new totally. toy. Yeah. it's a new toy. You look good. You yes. feel good. Yes. And you're kind of like, I want to, like, get in a brand new Ferrari. You want to go out and ride it. You're telling me, no, I'm going to do it. Right. Exactly. You know, I heard a, I think it was you, Dr. Rejuvenation, or Chandler, who told me about a woman who was so loose in the vagina, you know, vaginal area that her husband couldn't feel anything. So they ended up doing anal sex because that was the only way he could feel anything. Is that Aww. true? Did you, was that that's a story? Of that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So they were doing anal sex. I'm and sure that was she's more not the only one, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of women that are like that. They're just so yeah. embarrassed to talk about it. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 
I mean, she was doing it for the guy. We were a really nice How woman. How sad is that? That's really right? sad, but you know, kudos to her, man. Yeah. yeah. That's true love. What we do for that men. is true. Totally. We have it the worst. That's so wrong. I know. But did you, you know, that person ended up having surgery and they were back yeah, to doing vaginal great. sex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Good job. See. So her butt was in off limits oh afterwards? My oh, my gosh. Stop. stop. Well, I mean... <laughs> I, she was the one who. Stop. No, 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 just drop it. Right. It was open and ready for service. <laughs> Stop, please. So uh, we were talking about this uh, a little bit earlier too, um, and maybe, yeah. So uh, UTIs and that sort of stuff. You know, people getting infections. Uh, do you see that quite often? You know, before surgery, after surgery. Does it make it better? You know, women who have a lot of chronic UTIs. Yeah, I got, wait, I, that's a whole other topic yeah, I would love to talk about. To say that for another day. Yeah. yeah. That is a whole other. That is a good one, though. Yeah, just kind of, I hear I have stories. a lot of questions on that one. You know, as a guy doing plastic surgery, I probably don't hear a lot of that stuff. They don't much. tell you, but they tell no. us. They tell you guys. Oh, for sure. They yeah. tell the patient coordinators. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that happens when they have surgery, especially all the medications. Right. Mm. They're not going to tell you. Well, I think I hear I think a, a lot of the majority of stuff, but yes, if it comes down to that, those areas, yeah. they might feel more comfortable. A- another reason, if you're going to have that type of surgery, who better than an OBGYN board mm-hmm. certified female? Female, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of men, and I think men do a great job in doing this. But you know, sometimes I think that they just feel more comfortable talking about this stuff with a woman. Yeah, would mm-hmm. you say? And all female staff. I was, I was told. Totally Here's a. Re- I was mm. just gonna say, and female staff. Yes. That's right. Yep. Which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be kind of. I think a little bit different if, let's say, Chandler was a boy. Right. And then you have a, (laughs) you know. Chandler's not her first. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, imagine all this stuff. A woman comes in, you know, maybe a little embarrassing. They got to write all this stuff down. Why do you want this? Because I'm not getting aroused. And then you go and talk to somebody. And now you got to get pictures and, and, you know, go up in stirrups and a guy's there. It's just, I think it's great that we have an all-female staff. That's why I never Mm -hmm. took it upon myself because I have someone who's much more qualified than I am and I love that a woman can feel comfortable. Totally. um, Yeah, I do stuff like breast lifts and that sort of stuff and and I know, you know, women don't feel super comfortable. Try to make it brief, but man, when you're in that area, I'm glad there's Dr. You're not not doing it. That's why we're a good team. We can do the Uh complete mommy makeover. Yeah. So you can see me for the tummy tuck, for the breast stuff, the liposuction, and when it comes down to the private parts. <laughs> I get everything below the belt. Everything below the belt. And I feel uh, like you have so many questions. I like do have a lot of questions. We need to do a whole other segment. Yeah. But this was good, though. I think this is a topic that uh, in itself can be very controversial. You know, yeah. I mean, even outside the United States in, you know, more conservative, I would say, like you said, Muslim countries, you know, this sort of stuff is just meant not being talked about openly, but people are seeking the surgery. Yeah. I mean, or they'll travel to well, me, like from like the Middle East or right? Dubai mm-hmm. and then come and But have you were going to Dubai. Yeah. Dubai right? yes, yeah. Isn't it crazy to, to think to in, to in that area? Just probably not spoken about. No, Men think, it's you know, very frowned upon. But oh, yeah. there are women who want this yes, all the time. Totally. And, you know, they're getting usually Western, American, European surgeons to come over to the Middle East to do these surgeries, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think it's crazy. It's uh, very interesting. But again, that's why I think a lot of it goes into religious, to cultural reasons. And, um, but, you know, if you have an issue, Come see Dr. Rejuvenation. Yeah, then. I would I'm love to hear you guys. Yeah. Um, our I, listeners' questions. If people have questions, yes. I would love to hear them. 
Yeah. Send them uh, to Angelica. Yes. Um, and Instagram we'll address those on our next uh, podcast. Yes. And we can yeah. even carry this whole conversation because it is hours and hours yes. worth mm-hmm. of good stuff. Sure. We love it. And um, yeah, just having Dr. Rejuvenation, even Chandler, you're going to hear yeah, stuff good that input. Dr. Rejuvenation doesn't hear about and vice versa. So, you know, you're seeing the real deal too. Yeah. Just like when I see stuff, Jessica who and Zeline, who mm-hmm. are my page coordinators, they hear stuff that, you know, I don't hear about. But it's good that as a team we can kind of come together and, and have a good mm-hmm. plan for this person because, yes, for sure. you know, we need to treat everybody and their significant others who are coming in. You know, this is something that's important and uh, you have to understand what's going on and understand where she's coming from. So I think it's great. We're a very progressive office. We are. Indeed yes. we are. <laughs> so uh, no, no questions off limits. But um Guys, I think that'll wrap it up yes. for episode eight. Episode so, eight. Woo. Woo. so thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you, Amber. Yes. Thank you, Chandler. Of and of right. course, Dr. Rejuvenation. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me back. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that'll wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. bye. Guys. Hey, y'all. It's Dr. Rejuvenation. Check me out on Snapchat and Instagram at Real Dr. Dallas.